0: Hi everyone. Welcome back to Enneagram with Michaela. So excited you're here. And I'm even more excited to introduce to you my new friend, Joy. Um, She is our Enneagram 9 and uh, we are closer in statewide. It's being fun learning where everybody is. Um, So she is in Illinois, a little bit west of Chicago, which is awesome. Still haven't been to Chicago yet either. I need to go. It's a
1: great town. Super fun. There's so much to do.
0: I love it. Yeah. Post COVID, I'm like, let's, let's go to all the places we've never, we've never been to before. Cause we got to go, Yes, um, which is awesome. So I have to say too, when I asked online for like, Hey, who are my coaches that are like willing and able to come on board? The nines are very well represented. There's a the lot nines of nines showed up. Um, and I love it. because Nine is the second in my tri-type. Um, very nice and first and foremost a four and then a nine still working out what the third number is um but we will find it so I want to know a little bit more about you Joy what is your story
1: so uh, you know that's a really um big question to ask somebody yeah um, <laughs> um at my story I am see I just turned 40 this year so Yay, congratulations well, thank you I've made it for four decades around the sun. So um, I would say that to leading up to turning 40, you know, you go through school and all that stuff. Um, i was working in the church and in ministry for uh, a long chunk of that. Uh, I went, after high school, I went to a ministry training school for a couple of years. And then I lived in Ohio uh, for a couple of years, working at a church down there and then moved back to my hometown. Um, I worked... Um, at the church I attend for over a decade. And then a couple years ago, I decided to step away from that I had gotten involved in a network marketing company. And I was making my attempt at making that a full time gig for myself, Uh, things were going okay with it. And I plus I just felt like it was what the change that my family needed for me to come back home and not work and all that. So However, through that, you know, that changed and I'm not really pursuing that anymore. And so now here I am doing Enneagram coaching. So that's kind of, it kind of comes into your next question, which was how did I find the Enneagram? And it was through being a part of the network marketing company mm. that I was in. And, you know, when you're, when you're a part of a company and you're doing that type of work, you do all of the personality things because it's just what you do. Yeah. Even working in the church world, you do all the personality things. But um, I did more of them due to you know, network marketing and things that they would have you do to help personal growth and development and all that kind of stuff. And so that is how I first heard and learned about the Enneagram. And so, yeah, it was
0: um, it was just through that that I learned about it. I love that. I've been talking on the podcast about how I love taking personality tests and I've taken mm-hmm. several and mm-hmm. I keep mentioning and they're probably sick of me <laughs> telling them this, is that how much the Enneagram differs from other personality tests. So you're the expert here as far as Enneagram tests and what you've been around. How mm-hmm. would you say that it differs from Myers-Briggs, from DISC, from all the other ones that are running oh, through my head? The thing.
1: I would say it differs in the fact that it really gets to the core, the why behind everything. A friend of mine um, that uh, that is very close to me, and she is a very high- leader in my life um she when we were we were talking through the enneagram after i kind of decided to go this path uh, we were talking about it and she was like she's very interested in it she hasn't studied it fully she's like but she's like i really feel like what you're saying is that the enneagram is the why and the rest of them kind of tell you the how and i was like that is a perfect way to describe it because but the Enneagram, it really does get to the Y where some of the other ones are out there are so, they're great. I really like all of them. They're a good first step. Because it'll tell you how this personality is going to react in a situation, and and but they don't necessarily get to the why behind it. I just recently had the opportunity to sit through a presentation on color personalities. I don't remember the exact name of it. I know there's a couple color ones out there, um, and it was really good and it was really fun. And all of the descriptors for me made total sense and the whole time I'm, I'm like, but why, why is that color doing that? And why is that color doing this? And it was funny. My, a friend of mine was at the presentation as well. And I was sitting there making notes of like, okay, Enneagram nines fall, will probably fall into this color a lot. And Enneagram, you know, eights probably fall into this color. And, and I was kind of making notes based on it, not that you want to like box people in, but it was just, it was getting my head thinking of like, there's whys behind all of this type of action that happens with people. And the Enneagram is that next layer of learning about yourself.
0: I think what that is you- super helpful. Everything else can be the how, and the Enneagram mm-hmm. is the why. I love that. Because I remember yeah. taking my Myers-Briggs several years back, and it's like, you, you you answer all the questions, you get to your results, and they say, boom, you're this. And then here are some of the celebrities, and it's like, cool, now what do I do with it? Right. And it was always, the Enneagram goes further than, here are your results. It yes. can, it goes It goes with you. That's just kind of how I say it. Like, if you're, it'll follow you out the door in your car to work in life and yeah. um, all your relationships and stuff
1: if you let it that's the other thing too is like if you let it it can be just like all the other ones and it can just be a funny meme mm. like that's one of the first things I say if I do a group presentation about the Enneagram I was like who's heard of it or who has seen the memes and that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they're everywhere so true so true I I love that yes it can go with you if you let it it's not One two, not a tiger waiting to pounce on you, but it's more or less like I don't know, a dog, a nice fluffy dog. Like, hey, I'm cute and cuddly, but also I have layers. And like, let's go for a walk. I don't know. That's yeah. We'll we'll I'll workshop that. Um, So you are a type nine. So you found the enneagram through network marketing, in your um, Mm -hmm. professional life. So what was your initial reaction to discovering your type? Well,
1: it was kind of an adventure to find my type because when I first took the test, because we took it for a leadership retreat that I was going on, which they ended up not doing anything really with it. So that's kind of why I wrote it off to begin with, because I was like, well, we didn't do anything with it. So it must not be that big of a deal. And but I typed it too. And so for a long time, well, I would say, let's see, that was probably in 2018 that I first did that. So into 20, you know, into 2019, you know, I kind of started seeing more and more of it. And every time I saw descriptions or memes of a type two, I was like, oh yeah, that's it. You know, Um, and then I saw a few more people start posting about the book Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Cron. And I was, you know, I am you know, like you, where I love personality tests, I think it's super fun, learn more about yourself and people around you, and I was like, I'll just get this and read it, going into it, thinking that I was a type two, so I think I skipped, I totally skipped ahead and read the chapter on two, because every, if you, well, ones probably wouldn't do that, but most people would.
0: That's what I did, I went right to the floor, I don't care about anybody else right now, until I finish that chapter. (laughs) And so I read the chapter on a two and I was like, I was
1: like, yeah, but there are some parts of it that I just didn't resonate with. And so, you know, I went back and started reading the whole book and I got to the chapter on nines and I just was bawling my eyes out because I felt like I was reading my life story and I was like, well, I'm not a two. I, I was like, I am a nine, 1000 million percent. That is what I am. And so then after that realization is like when the, a lot of mindset shifts started changing and more personal growth was able to happen because it was like I had this key that unlocked a lot of answers of why I made certain decisions in my life, why things affected me in certain ways. And it, and it just was made things so much more clear. And I was just like, this is awesome. I was like, I've never taken a personality test and felt like this understood in my life. And so I was, I was, then I couldn't
0: stop talking about it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I felt the exact same. Um, and in fours, they don't want to be put in a box like everybody else. Or if they are in a box, we want our box to look different than everybody right. else's, whether it's shape, color, or material, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And I also read the road back to you right. in- there was such a, a piece, a clarity of like a light bulb moment and an aha, but also mm-hmm. it's as if I was understood, but in a very private way where I didn't have to have the aha moment in front of a group of people. Cause I wing five and it's like, I don't need all of the attention. Thank yeah. you. Just, you know, very minimal. It was very, holy moly, everything makes sense now. And the power and I like when you said the key unlocks so many things that it was it was like here's a superpower to get to know me a little bit more and then I can see the world through obviously my eyes and Mm -hmm. I have been, but recognizing that I can see it through the eyes of a nine and just be like, whoa, because I first was typed as a nine. I actually was typed as a nine and a two. Um and then it wasn't until the core motivations that was like, oh, I am a four. But then with tri-types of you have your dominant type and then you have um, a type in each, the head, gut, and heart triad, depending on what your main type is. So it's like, I resonate so much with the nine. And I think it it very much, I call myself a 49. (laughs) I like that. That's I like that. Um, What was the thing that resonated the most um, in terms of the core motivations?
1: For me with the core motivations... I think the first thing that resonated me the most was how a nine doesn't want to lose relationship. And that was something throughout my whole life. I always struggled when change came and relationship changed in my life. And so that was like one of the first clues of like, Oh, like that really hits me harder, you know? And then with the core motivations, like the, thought of needing to matter because with a type two they are wanting to be loved and I'm like it is the same but it is so different at the same time and I still haven't been able to a hundred percent figure out how to put words to the difference but it it's so different to feel like you matter to people because then to feel loved there's just a difference there and so there was when I was learning about that longing and then how it kind of dealt with relationship and people like when, you know, changes happen, people move, like all that kind of stuff it would hit a a thing in my heart more that like of me not mattering to them, like if the relationship didn't stay in touch or like that type of thing. I never felt not loved by the people. I just didn't feel like it mattered to them. And so it wasn't. So I think that that was those were the two things with the core motivations that have really resonated with me. I mean, I've been in the obvious of I hate conflict, yeah. like I've always hated conflict, you know, but that was more of an obvious core motivation to myself than than the other ones were, so the other ones kind of brought more clarity to myself than, well, yeah, I was like, I don't know anybody that
0: does love conflict, I was like, well, that's probably not true, but I don't know, maybe don't. the eights like conflict, and they could just put on a good face, and I don't know, <laughs> maybe, do you Conflict. yeah they're not afraid of it I don't know if they like're not it, afraid of it but yeah other, yeah they will step to the front and others are like I mean I'll wait till everyone else goes and then if I have to go I'll go but please do not make me go first <laughs> exactly so I, when I read about nines and I read about the core motivation especially when nines are the weakness is is sloth and every yeah. pictures ice age the movie with the little <laughs> sloth in the tree. And maybe one day we'll think of another animal, animal or another phrase, or I don't know, maybe that works. Um, okay. How would you describe, you know, sloth in your life? In my life, I would
1: say sloth happens more when I get demotivated. Mm. I heard this on a podcast somewhere. It was, it might've been one of the Anya Summer podcasts Annie F. Downs has done I am not a hundred percent sure. So I'm trying to give credit where credit is due. And I don't even remember who said it and maybe it's in road back to you. I'm not sure either way I heard, or maybe it was through our training with Beth McCord. Yeah. But, um. Part of what nines ha- struggle with is inertia, which I think explains the slothness mm-hmm. of us a little bit more. It gets, it's hard to get moving on something. So I can come up with a million ideas on um, things, but to get motivated, to get moving on them is hard. And once I get moving on them, I don't want to necessarily stop on them. And then if I do get moving on them and something comes and hits my snowball that's rolling and I have to start over, it's going to take a while. And so I see myself a lot of times with like housework. Like Let's just say normal life. I'm married. I have two children. There is a lot of laundry in our home. So getting motivated to do the laundry, you have to take it downstairs. You have to do all the things. You have to fold it. I do. Well, I've gotten a lot better over the years. So maybe my one wing has started flapping a little harder when it comes to <laughs> doing laundry. Right. But I, we used to live out of laundry baskets when the kids were little, cause well, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances around that. However, I know for me, a lot of it was just the fact that the time that it took and the energy that it took to get motivated, to gather it, to put it in the washer, put it in the dryer, put it in the basket, bring it upstairs to fold it, I was like, no. So we would just have laundry baskets downstairs or upstairs and we would like go through them. And I don't know when I changed, maybe probably when I stopped working and came home and was home more. And I, you know, the time and energy was a little bit more related to that. I still struggle putting it away.
0: I'll fold it, and but it'll sit on the couch. I really like the laundry basket idea because as soon as you're describing all of the steps, holy moly, there are so many steps to laundry. Yeah. Whether it's upstairs, downstairs, depending on if you separate it into colors, yeah. white, dark. Which I do
1: not do that.
0: Being, do not neither add an extra I. thing to my... Absolutely not. The fact that it's in the washer is the biggest accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes it that's into good. the dryer before it gets stinky in the washer.
1: Like, yeah. but that's just an example of like, it takes the energy to do that. And it took, well, let's... Take out the idea of I had, you know, two little kids and I was working full-time for, not full-time, part-time for years. Take all that out of the equation. It was still not something I wanted to do. And if it's not something I want to do, I'll procrastinate on it all day long. And I would rather sit and just watch Netflix.
0: Like, that's I agree. My I feel the same way about trying to clean my hardwood floors. It's like, I don't even want to, I don't have time or energy. And then as a four, I have to, how can I make the mundane less mundane? Mm-hmm. And then I go to a one in growth. So sometimes I'm like, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. So yeah. I'm going to do that. And this. Yeah. And then I feel accomplished. But thank you so much for describing sloth with inertia, because I think that really helps. It has that image in my mind of the snowball rolling down the hill yeah. as soon as it hits a log or a tree or... A bridge whatever yeah. whatever the landscape is um it is harder to kind of get back up and, and you gotta put it go, all back together even. and yeah. like
1: it's just the whole thing and so even for um any i mean it's got i know other certain person personalities within the enneagram like threes eights you know they might not struggle with that inertia quite as much but you know, they'll still have parts of them that like, don't necessarily want to take the time to put the thing back together. But nines absolutely are like, I
0: need like five weeks. <laughs> do not put a deadline on this. I will do it when I can. Yes. I love that. Um, how else has the Enneagram changed your life?
1: Well, other than the fact that I decided to venture into making it a business for myself and becoming a coach, I would say it has changed me for the better in the fact of like, I am significantly more confident in who I am and can explain myself so much better to people, even without using the word Enneagram. I can tell them, you know, I struggle with losing relationships and I don't necessarily like conflict. So that's, you know, a hard thing for me. Or I can see things from both sides, you know, that's, some, that's a strength of mine or, you know, so I can explain that more readily and easily to people, which helps with relationships, especially like with my husband and I, like he is an Enneagram one. And between the two of us, our communication has like skyrocketed, just because we understand each other On this deeper level, we understand ourselves on this deeper level to the point where we can be like, I can't talk about this right now, and you can explain why, and they understand it. Versus before, it could be a whole thing. So I think it's just it's changed everything in that respect. Like I'm more confident in who I am and how I was created, and I'm better at parenting because I know how I will can react to the kids or will react to the kids I'm a better wife because of that and and just it's just awesome it's so great it's brought a lot of freedom to myself in that regard because before it was just like I don't know why I get like I don't know why I sit on the couch all day and I don't fold the laundry yeah yes I'm tired physically but I also was tired in every other area (laughs) and there was nothing
0: to push me down the hill like that's right that's right it was more of a plateau than an actual mountain Mm -hmm. to give you (laughs) to give you that head start I love that so what would be as we wrap this up your encouragement for anyone who has maybe seen all of the Enneagram memes all over social media or has a friend that's really into it um and they kind of want to discover a little bit more what would your encouragement be for them
1: my encouragement would be to not leave it at the memes And to either, you know, get Jeff and Beth's book, the McCords, um, especially their new book that's coming out, that's going to be so good, um, or get Road Back to You, or something, just take one extra step into discovering yourself, you could hire one of us to be, Mm -hmm. to coach you through it, Um, but What I love about the Enneagram too, is that you can learn about yourself on your own as well. There is that ability, but obviously to go deeper and have somebody to bounce it all off of it is, is better. Um, And why we're here. Yeah. It's why we're here. But I just would say, don't write it off. Like if I had, not that I would have necessarily gotten certified sooner than I did, um, but if I had hadn't written off the Enneagram when I first learned about it in 2018 or whatever, you know, maybe I would have gotten certified sooner and but I just wrote it off so I could have I could have learned so much more about myself had I d- d- dived in sooner and not just been like a, it's just another personality thing like that's not I don't want to, why well, I learn more. <laughs>
0: exactly. Where I don't have capacity or
1: time. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, I'm a laid back, chilled out person that will do any, will help people and serve people and do the things without complaint. like, yeah, I know that about myself. I'm happy that I'm like that, but I didn't know why. And so that's the part of like, if you want to know why, just take, take the time, read a book, hire a coach and learn about yourself because it's only going to benefit you.
0: Yeah. It only really gets better. The
1: thing is, is it doesn't really put you in the box. You can let it, but it doesn't. It really
0: opens the box up. So I love that. Don't take it at face value. Keep going with it. Because mm-hmm. um, again, every mm-hmm. aspect, it keeps getting better with communication, with confidence. I love what you said about the confidence. I feel the exact same way. And that's yes. beautiful language. When you just know yourself, yeah. you you yeah. know what you have to offer and knowing that your presence matters and that we want you in our in our yeah. lives, everyone who is near and dear to you and all of the... Perspective clients that will um, come your way. It definitely means a lot when we take care right. of ourselves. We're able to help take care of other people and, and bring them. Together. Right, uh, joy. This was a joy having you here. Thank you so much. Um, I love nines. I'm a 49er for life. I need a t-shirt or absolutely or something. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so so much again. Yeah, um, thanks for and having me. Thank you everyone for tuning in. friends, I am so glad that Joy was able to come on the podcast today and talk about being an Enneagram 9 and I loved what she said about the Enneagram giving her more confidence in herself and in turn that spills out into relationships with family and friends and professional life and even just with yourself. It is so, so important. Next week I get the absolute privilege to talk with our new friend Roe who is an Enneagram 2 that episode is so powerful as we talk about family and the effects that the Enneagram can have in such a positive way for the next generation. If you would like to stay um, in the loop of all future episodes, go ahead and subscribe to Don't Worry Enough, and we will see you next time.